You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to Built for the Stage podcast. This is Joe Roscoe, founder and host of Built for the Stage, Broadway's number one fitness platform with clients in over 20 Broadway shows, stages in the West End in London, Australia, musical theater, collegiate programs across the country. We are your one-stop shop for all things theater and fitness. Check us out, builtforthestage.com for your free program where you'll work with me on an interactive fitness app, builtforthestage.com. All right, let's get on to our special guest. Special guest as always. I recently got to see Back to the Future on Broadway. I saw it last October in London, so super cool to see both productions. Um, I think it hit a little different over here just because, you know, it's a U.S. movie. So I think we kind of relate just a little extra step further than maybe that London crowd, but both casts, both productions were phenomenal. I had the best time. So if you haven't seen back to the future yet, uh, and you're in New York, go ahead and see it. If you're not in New York, I don't know, buy a plane ticket or start walking there and go see back to the future. Uh, all right. Our guest, as mentioned, is in the cast of back to the future. They are in the ensemble making their Broadway debut, they're from St. Louis, Missouri, and they grew up performing at the Muni over there in St. Louis. Uh, so it seems like theater was a part of their life from the very beginning. They then hopped on over to good old Berea, Ohio. I believe Baldwin Wallace is in Berea. I actually got accepted to BW way back in the day. Go Yellow Jackets. I didn't go there, but maybe our guests can tell us about their experience. Uh, they also were seen in Kinky Boots, Ain't Too Proud. Hades Town as an assistant choreographer, some TV and film stuff like these little shows you hear about, like The Tonight Show, Jimmy Fallon, Saturday Night Live, you know, those little ones. So please, with no further ado, welcome to the podcast, Nick Drake. Oh, hey. that was wild. Go, Nick Drake. Yes. Hey. <laughs> Hi, Nick. Thanks so much for joining us. Welcome to Build for the Stage podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. All right. So let's up the excitement and jump on the BFTS hot seat to just shake it loose a bit. Let's just, okay. rip, let's just rip the Band-Aid. I didn't tell you that you know this was going to go on, but hey, it's happening. We're going to talk things like maybe movies, maybe okay. music, maybe foods. Who okay. knows? Let's All right. So you are waking up. And you're like, perhaps it's for uh, the 3 a.m. call time that you were talking about earlier. Right. And, you, and you need that one song to get you going. What is that one song? Um, right now, it's I'm Every Woman, uh, Shaka Khan, but Whitney Houston's cover version of it. Okay. okay. It okay, okay. Like, you're like, you wake up to it. And she's like, mm-hmm, and, you know? <laughs> so, and then she gets into it. And then you're like, most your teeth and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I'm with it. I'm with it. I love it. Okay, you're uh it's old school. We're watching cable TV. We're not streaming, yeah. but we're watching cable. And all of a sudden a movie pops on, and no matter how many times you've seen this movie, it just like dead stops you. You gotta watch it. Uh 
Jurassic Park. <gasps> okay. Like the OG one? Yes. Okay, okay. Okay, love yes, that. yes, yes, yes. All right, love that answer. All right, let's let's keep it on in that realm there. If you were to be reincarnated as some type of animal, which animal would you be? Uh um either a goat or or like some like beautiful fish, like an angel fish or something like that. Okay, you said goat, right? Yes. Okay, give us, give, us animal. The, give us the why. What 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 did you say? Goats are my favorite animal. I think they just look really, really crazy. I think the rectangle eyes are just like just something out of this world. I've always thought they were aliens. And look, aliens are here. Like the press conference we just heard. Um, I've always thought they were aliens. And I just think that they're literally just like the craziest thing. I also kind of sing like a goat. Like they scream really, really loud. And they just, the way that they laugh is kind of like me. Right, so right, right. I really, I do appreciate them. And we have the new like, cultural saying of goat greatest of all time right. so you you know what? look, you look that. that's what i'm trying to be <laughs> i love it okay you're going to a restaurant and you're meeting three friends but the three friends ghost you and you're super sad but the hostess is like hey it's okay i have this uh magic card here and i can get you three guests to replace them and they're any guests that you'd like living uh, deceased, maybe f like fictional, like a cartoon, who knows? Any, any, any three guests that you want, who are you going to say to come, uh, to dinner with you? Okay. Well, one is Whitney Houston has to be, uh -huh. um, two has to be, um, oh my God, I'm just going to say artists, I guess. Leanne Lahavis. She's like one of my favorite singers in the entire world. Okay. And then, as a wild card, I would probably bring SpongeBob SquarePants to the table. Oh, well, that's epic. I love that answer. It's like three black people and like a crazy animated sponge. What, what nonsense would go on? Um, yeah, so definitely that. Can we make that into like the title of, of your memoir? I think that would be... Okay, yeah. <laughs> three, three black people and a sponge. <laughs> Something like that. Just yeah. like it was too good not to put on the, the front of a book. <laughs> okay, last hot seat question. You are uh, trapped inside of a gym and you're, and you're required every day to do the same movement for the rest of your life for let's just say five minutes. What is that movement that you're going to pick to do every day for five minutes push-ups okay there you go push-ups congratulations you're off the bfts hot seat it was hot up there right it was yes it was. <laughs> all right so let's rewind to the intro uh you're from st louis missouri and you were i mean i'll just say like fortunate enough to grow up in a such a like um uh, prolific if you will regional theater uh with the muni and just kind of being immersed in professionalism from the start tell us about that experience um it was it's a crazy 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 experience to be a child and working with like egot winners and then now i'm working with the same people that used to choreograph me when i was like 12 like chris bailey who choreographed back to the future and beth i've both done shows with at the muni when i was like 14 or 15 and when I auditioned, Beth was like, oh my God, Nick Drake. Oh my goodness, it's so good to see you. Uh, and 
the rest is history, I guess. I mean, like we started working together and we became really, really close. And um, now I'm here doing Back to the Future on Broadway with the same people. Like I worked with uh, Blakely there and JJ spent a summer there. And now he's like, and he was in college when he did it. And now I'm like his roommate in our dressing room. Like I'm, it's kind of crazy to, to think about the pipeline that St. Louis has to professionalism. Yeah. Wow. That's super cool. Okay. So when you were doing that as a kid, did you ever say like, Oh, this was fun, but you veered off to another path or was it like, this is what I'm doing. And here I am right now today. Like I never took my eyes off the prize. Um, I've always said when I was even younger, even before I got into theater and, and before I got into singing and all those things, I was like, I'm going to be an entertainer at some level, at some way. Um, I, I did think I was going to be a marine biologist because I love sea creatures so much, but um, that didn't happen. And I was really bad in school. Shout out to Crossroads College Prep for putting up with my bull crap. But um, I, yeah, I always thought I was going to do this. And since like sixth grade, like we had an auction every year in sixth grade and the, the sixth graders had to uh, help out with the auction, but they were supposed to, they were required to do a dance for like the, the people who were donating or whatever auction people do. And this is the first year, my sixth grade year, where they asked someone to sing. And we had someone from the Muni who was a youth director there come in and choreograph our number. And then I was chosen to sing. We did a chorus line. So we did one singular sensation. And then we- uh, what, what a song to choose for right? <laughs> of, all, of all the songs. That's right. The like really. And then they asked us, they asked like, oh, who in this class sings? And they're like, oh, Nick is always singing down the hallway. Nick is always up front in the music class. And they asked me to sing um, what I did for love at, at the auction. And it was the first time I ever sung anything in front of that many people. And then they asked, that youth director was like, you should audition for the Muni. And then that's, I did Showboat in like 2010 when they did it. And I just stayed there every single summer. There's not, I've literally like, I did like 15 or 16 shows there. And I, from like sixth grade to senior year of high school. So. So I'm assuming you weren't a shy kid. Like you weren't afraid to oh, go up there and just go for it. Never have been, never will be. I was out front. Okay. Always. I love attention and I will say it to today. Okay. I love attention. I love entertaining my friends. I love making people laugh. And I've always been that way. Mm -hmm. I've always made people laugh. I've always wanted to make people's days better. Like I've always loved being in front and doing all those things. Where do you think you get that? The like- My dad. Okay. My dad is also a singer. He, he used to sing with The Temptations. He used to have a big band in St. Louis and my brother's also in the entertainment industry. He plays guitar. He played with Tori Kelly and Indy Iree and at Coachella, Jimmy Kimmel. Like I'm, my family is, is that, is that family. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look. Let's go. Uh, so, but when I did Ain't Too Proud and I got to play a whole bunch of Temptations, my dad was like, oh my God, you know, like Dennis Edwards is from U City and we used to sing with Dennis Edwards all the time. And I played Dennis Edwards a lot on tour. So I was swinging and I was a dance captain and it was hard stuff, but we were, we were in it. 
Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I mentioned earlier that you went to BW. Once, right. once you uh, first off, how was that going to school in Berea? Yeah, Berea. Oh my God, it was wild, and you wouldn't think it would be wild because you're like in this like crazy old community, but BW itself is like this crazy little like every i mean like it's a huge conservatory of music so you could people from literally all over the world coming to cbw to to train and in music like i have a bachelor's in music but um it was a wild experience those four years were one of the hardest things i've ever had to do in my entire life because there are, there are no distractions mm. like you're in a community of old elderly people as a 20 year old or 18 year old learning musical theater. So you only had that to do really. Right. And so, I mean, like the parties were lit. Let me say that. Okay. Look, the parties would be fun. At the that's end. all you, that's all you got. Right. Cause we would, and every week, look, we would have masterclasses every week. And then after those masterclasses and that Sunday, we would just party and everyone would go wild. Okay. Right. So, and also I will say the food in Cleveland is really, really great. Mm. And, let me shout them out. Boss Chicken and Beer. It's on it, on the BW campus. Maybe the best chicken wings I've ever eaten in my entire life. Okay. It, it came my junior year, and I would literally spend, broke, spend $60 a week, like almost seven days a week eating that chicken every mm. single day. Mm. So. Okay. Shout out. So once you graduate, do they roll out the red carpet and you just start booking and now you're on Broadway or tell us a little bit about those uh, hills and valleys, if you will. So in almost every program you're training, you're training to be the, the best that you can be, but you're also training for that showcase spot. Okay. You're training to like go to New York showcase in front of all these people. I did not have that luxury. I graduated in 2020. So when I was, uh, when I was in school, the last time I saw my class all together was March 3rd because I was studying abroad in Denmark and I had to evacuate Denmark to come back to uh, to America after Trump made that big ban. So I was stuck in London for like three days. I was, I had to, it was a whole big mess. I was in that huge CNN photo of like super spreaders come back to the States and it's like a whole bunch of people in the Chicago O'Hare airport thousands and thousands of people you will find my face in that picture and it took me like two weeks just to get all of my stuff to get back to cleveland because i had this uh i had to quarantine in st louis and then i had to fly to cleveland and then drive all of my stuff back from my house so i will say a lot of people from showcase do start booking and they start working uh, a lot and they get their agents and they meet all these casting directors and meet all these managers and they start BW is that kind of school and it's been very successful. I was not a showcase person, but we did get a highlight reel. And then that's how I met my agents in the pandemic. And right when everything opened up, um, I started working again. And even during the pandemic, I was doing those like little pandemic gigs. Like um, I was working with Lauren Lataro for a little bit and like dancing for her. And then uh, when things started opening up right after that summer, or right during that summer, I booked Ain't Too Proud mm. in 2021. So I was very lucky um, to be in the right place at the right time. And then ever since then, I just have kept going. I write, during tour, I, I left after, right at the six month mark to go do Kinky Boots off Broadway. And I also did like a little reading in between those, 
in that time too for like a new musical that's going to London. So I've been, I have been very lucky. Okay, look, and I, I'm very grateful for the universe and whatever you believe in, but I've been very, very lucky and I'm very grateful. Okay, so as a young performer and being able to work alongside of all these seasoned veterans, are there any lessons or any people that you've come across that you're like, you know, oh yeah, I'll, I'll take that habit or I'll take that ritual or I'll take that work ethic or I'll take this, that, or the other and put that in my tool bag, if you will. Like, uh, are there any yeah. people or, or moments like that that you really draw upon on a daily basis? Someone even in the show right now that uh, like Roger Bart is maybe the most kind person I've ever met in my entire life. And he's a veteran. Like he's been in everything. He's done, every he's Hercules. Like what? Like he is Hercules. So I think over the years of working with like, with like people like EGOT winners and like Jennifer Holiday and um, like people I worked with at the Muni, I, I, there's Rob McClure, like all these people who have done these, these jobs. The biggest thing that I've learned is that you have to be kind because I'm seeing people that I've seen when I was 14 years old and I'm now working with, who now, who recognize me for these things and who um, see me for who I am and what I do. And I feel like the biggest, the biggest thing you can do is just be a good person because you will see people that, that even if they hurt you along the way, you still gotta be, you still gotta be a respectful and, and a good person. Mm -hmm. And something that, I'm learning something that I'm learning for myself and being able to work in this crazy business and being able to um, be a part of this crazy business is that old traditions are now becoming old. Okay. And as a younger generation person who is, who is working this successfully, you just got to show up as yourself every single day and you have to be exactly who you are every single day. I have tattoos. I'm crazy. Look, I, I yell, scream, but if you get your work done, you get, that's how they know that you are a professional. Yeah. I, I am the not yelling and screaming as in a mean way, but like being like obnoxiously taking attention. Like I always do. And <laughs> I always have, but, um, I will say being exactly who you are is what people are looking for right now. They're looking for new, interesting people to take this business and, make it as creative as it was when our elderly people were doing it back when we were, when they were our age. So just be exactly who you are. I love all my crazy tattoos and my crazy piercings and how queer I am and all those things. So it's just be exactly who you are. And that's, that's going to get you a lot farther than you think. No one else can be Nick Drake, right? Right. No one else. I mean, there is a famous Nick Drake who, who died? He, he's a folk singer, hit Pink Moon. But look, not this one. Okay? No, one no one can be at Nick's, Nick X Drake. No one right. can be at Nick X. No Drake. one can. Right. Look. Right. Exactly. <laughs> all right. So, um, first off, amazing. I wrote down all those timestamps because I want to make sure I re reiterate that to the listeners and everyone that's going to come across this episode. Um, as you're in Back to the Future, when you first saw that it was coming here or you first found out you're going to go into audition or whatever. What were, what was your like 
previous connection with the movie if anything like did you were you like oh my gosh i would be obsessed if i were in this musical or were you like oh yeah i, I know that movie um so i'm gonna be so for real with you please please do it <laughs> um i didn't watch that movie until our second week of previews hilarious so when i went in for it i was like i was like back to the future i'm like what the hell is going i was like okay fine and then brett was like no 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 i think you really like it like it did really well in london and then i was uh looking it up i was like oh okay and i was like oh i know chris and i know i know beth and i was like reading everyone who was on the my little appointment call thing i was like oh and i know claire so i'll go in i'll you know what i'll see what's what's it about and I just got Kinky Boots just closed. So no, that's not true. I think a month went by and Kinky Boots closed. Sorry, Kinky Boots closed a month went by and then I went in. It was like the beginning of December, the middle of December. And when I went in for it and I saw Chris and Beth was like, Nick Drake. I was like, oh, this is going to be great. I'm going to have a good time. And then I started dancing. And I was like, wow. I was so tired. I could not tell you, Joe, baby. I was, it was. <laughs> that listen what we're doing up on that stage is no joke okay it mm -hmm. is so hard and um the more that i like i when i started researching anymore i was i only was watching clips i was like let me just you know get familiar with it but then when i booked it i was like i should probably watch it and i didn't watch it for another eight months because i knew december 23rd or whatever so it's been like eight months. And then when I watched it, okay, when I watched it during pre, I was like, why haven't I seen it yet? I feel like I know it, but I haven't seen it. Yeah. And then I was like, oh my God, wait, that's me. Oh my God, that's my track. Hmm. Oh my God, wait, that's me too. And it's so crazy to like see it in a movie and then like see how, where you play it in the, in the show. Yeah. Like I'm the bass player with like, I want to meet that man with this like crazy, gorgeous blonde hair. And then... I remember in rehearsal, I was like, I should wear sunglasses, not even seeing the movie, okay? Mm. And John, our director, was like, oh, you absolutely should wear sunglasses. And I didn't even know that it was in the movie, that the guy is like on the base wearing sunglasses every time. Right. So, look, look, it wasn't, it wasn't my story at the beginning, but it is now, okay? That's right, that's right. <laughs> I think that the musical, just given the context of Back to the Future, as a ensemble member that's dancing i think it's it has to be extremely fun because you're like tackling two different styles of dance like at some point i'm like oh this is like old school swing and things like that and then at other points i'm like oh this is like a vegas variety show right now yes we're yeah. literally doing we have like a huge broadway number in it and like future boy where we're literally doing a chorus line basically and right. like uh, in the beginning, I love the opening. It is maybe one of the hardest things I've ever have to do in my entire life, ever. You have to sing crazy, crazy high notes and crazy, crazy dynamics while also doing like triple turns. Like we have a section where we C-jump, slide on the floor, double turn. It's crazy, okay? Mm. It's like one of the hardest things ever, but that sits in like a, a really great 80s style. Yeah. And and then we have like all this like crazy swing that happens. I fortunately don't have to do a lot of that because it's hard and I only have to do it once with the Broadway Becca Peterson. And I am very grateful for her, um, but it's it's a crazy show and the dancing yeah. is really, really nuts. Your cast is stacked. Oh, <laughs> let me tell you, look, 
we got it, huh? We really do. We have like the Broadway, the girls, okay? We have all the people, all the people, <laughs> right? Really. The who's who, right? Amber Ardolino, JJ Neiman, Broadway Becker Peterson, okay? Uh, Jonathan Sachs, like we have it all, okay? Mm -hmm. We got all the people who are sure. who are Broadway vets who are ready to do this. And that's why the show is so good because first of all, everyone in our cast, it's maybe the best cast I've been, ever been a part of. Everyone is so nice. Everyone is so silly. That's what makes it so great. We have so much room to be silly in and everyone is there to do the job and we love doing it and we're having so much fun together and it's everyone is so and everyone's so fierce and so talented that they bring something crazy to the job every single day. Mm. So I love, I love every single person in our show. Absolutely. All right. I'm going to end with this tough question for you. Maybe it won't be tough. Maybe you'll know exactly what you're going to say, but okay. when I saw the show, as you know, the famous NFL quarterback, Aaron Rodgers was there, but right. in the cast was hanging out, whatever. And you made a joke like, you know, it's fine. I'm waiting for when Beyonce shows up. <laughs> When Beyonce show when she shows up, what are you gonna say to Beyonce? Oh, I'm gonna say, I'm so sorry I didn't buy tickets to your concert. <laughs> but you know what? I'm glad you came to mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a what a little like that that would be hilarious, hilarious. Right? I think I think that'd be great. I'd be like, I love you so much, but. Listen, Broadway could only pay the bills right now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Beyonce, I'm I'm sorry I couldn't make it to your show, but I appreciate you coming to mine. Maybe <laughs> maybe next time I'll have the time to show yeah. up for you. Okay. But, <laughs> but thanks for coming to my show. Appreciate you. Yeah, oh, Nick, this has been so fun. Thanks for being on the podcast. It's been a pleasure getting to know you. Thanks for basically everyone from minute 1345 and through like 1830 go ahead and rewind listen to that again full of inspiration full of wisdom there so uh nick thanks so much thank you thank you thank you thank you I had so much fun all right everyone nick drake from the cast of back to the future if you haven't already hop on over to insta give nick a follow nick x drake I'm Joe Roscoe with Built for the Stage. Check us out, builtforthestage.com or on the Insta or the Tick that talks at Built for the Stage. Actors or athletes, train like one. Later. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot -E 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 org because only together we rise.